Uh, so I'm excited for what's in store, so let's stand up and welcome Miss Pastor Debbie Mitchell. Wow. <laughs> I don't know about all that, but I tell you what, I love Lonnie. <laughs> if you ever want to be encouraged, go sit down with Lonnie and Nick. Uh, you'll be encouraged. Um, I want to say this. Um, I just love y'all, and um, I just feel so honored to be able to um, stand up and share with you. And um, you're just awesome, and you're so special, and you're so valued. You just don't realize how important you are to the kingdom, every one of you. I could go all through this building and I could say something about each one of you. And so I feel so honored and privileged to stand and, and share the word that the Lord gave me. Um, but I want you to know that about yourself. I want you to know how valued you are and how important you are, and you're beautiful. And if you've ever heard Kathy Valentin speak, she doesn't speak very often, but when she does, it's very powerful. And she says, you're beautiful. And it's to be you until you are full of everything that he has placed in you. That's awesome. And that's what you are. You're beautiful. So be you until you're full of everything that God has for you. Because it's some good stuff. And I'm so excited about it. And I'm, I'm just really thrilled about it. And, and I want to take a minute, if, if it's okay with you guys, the presence of God is so strong in this place tonight. It always is. And it's just, it's just so special. And, and I, I just want to ask you if it's okay if I pray for two things. And they're two totally different things. But it's what the Lord put into my spirit. And I just, if there's nobody here like that, that's okay. But if there is, I want to pray for you in an atmosphere where people believe in miracles in an atmosphere where the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit is so strong and his anointing is so strong and his anointing, what that means is God's presence with a purpose. He has a purpose. God's presence with a purpose. And that word, especially for somebody, I don't know who it is, but the anointing that you carry, maybe for all of us, is God's presence with a purpose. You have a purpose that only you can do. I just feel in my spirit, I want to pray for this. If there's anybody in the room that has digestive problems, that you, you have trouble eating, you have trouble digesting, you have trouble, I don't know, with all those kind of things. Uh, maybe you have acid reflux, maybe you have those kind of things. It's something that I, I've dealt with uh, for a long time, and it's very, very uncomfortable. Um, and I was sitting in my living room listening to a message not long ago, and before the pastor started speaking, he said, uh, I just feel like I need to pray for that. Just place your hand on your tummy, and, you know, I hadn't had a lot of trouble since then. I just laid my hand on my tummy, and I just prayed and listened to him pray, and, you know, God's just good at doing that. So if there's anybody like that in here, may not be anybody, but if you do, just lay your hand on your tummy, and... Uh, and I just want to believe with the, the miracle. That's, that's, that's wonderful. When you can eat what you want to, when you want to. <laughs> and your tummy doesn't hurt. So Father, I ask you in the name of Jesus that you would touch those that are having that issue. That's not of you. 
that's not what you've called for our bodies to be like. So I just say in the powerful name of Jesus and the presence here where you are, your presence, you would, I would call forth healing in the body, that the stomach would line up. The gut is the, um, is the brain of the body. It, it tells a lot of things about the body. So I say now in the name of Jesus that that has to go and the body will line up and healing will take place. And when we eat, it will digest correctly and we won't have pain and anguish and anxiety over worrying about if we eat, what's going to happen to our stomach. So I thank you, Lord, that you're in that and you'll heal in the name of Jesus. And the other thing that I want to say is I've been in a place in my life uh, and it wasn't that long ago to where the enemy stole my joy. The different circumstances that I had walked through, it was hard for me to be joyful. Um, it was hard for me to um, just be joyful. And the joy of the Lord is our strength. And no matter where we find ourselves, and I found myself in some places that I never thought I'd be in. Have you, have you found yourself in places that you never dreamed in a million years you would be in? I have. I can think of two situations in my life that I thought, how in the world did this happen? The battle, I, I listened to a message not long ago when the battle chooses you. And I think those two battles chose me. But I plan to have victory in both. So if, if that has happened to you, if you've had some circumstances, and we all have, and you just feel like you can't be joyful, don't let the enemy condemn you in that. That's happened to all of us. But I want to tell you that Jesus is right here in the room. He's excited about you. He's excited about what's going to take place in your life in the days to come. You have the right to get excited. Get excited about who Jesus is. So, Lord, in the name of Jesus, I call for joy. The joy of the Lord is our strength. And we will walk in joy no matter what our circumstances are. And we can depend on you to be in our future. You will always be with us. You will never leave us. You will never forsake us. So, Father, no matter what, we can fix our eyes on Jesus, and the joy of the Lord will be our strength. So come, Lord Jesus, in our lives and restore anything that the enemy has tried to steal. And I say, no more of that. No more of that. The joy of the Lord will remain in this house and in the families that are a part of this house. And that's in Jesus' name, the name that's above all names. Thank you, Lord, for the joy. And we praise you and we honor you and we glorify you in everything. We glorify you in everything, in every situation. So thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Okay. Now that I have that off my mind. <clears throat> uh, the other thing I want to say is there's been a lot of sowing going on in this house, in this, in this area. And so you can get ready for some reaping. Some harvesting is coming. And I'm so excited about that, all that's going on and what we have to look forward to. And it's going to be so, so good. But that's not what Rodney asked me to share. <clears throat> um, 
in 2019, it was a, a kind of a difficult year, and I was, I was telling you that uh, we had a few things to happen in our family that were are still pretty difficult. Um, but uh, I've been talking to the Lord about those two things, and he's been kind of quiet about it lately. He hadn't had a whole lot to say about it. <sighs> so I figure the last thing he said is what I'll go with. And that's, I got this, just let me, deal, let me do it. And so um, <clears throat> as I was praying and talking to him about that, and, and I was listening to the message about when the battle chooses you, about Jehoshaphat, and if you hadn't studied that, you need to study it. Because Jehoshaphat was like, Lord, what am I going to do? And he said, don't worry, you don't have to do anything. I got it. I got it. I got it. You don't have to do anything. You just be, and I got it. And so uh, that was really good for me. And, um, and so then when I began to pray and ask the Lord, I didn't ask him for a word. This is what I said. I said, what should I look for in 2020? That's what I said. What should I look for in 2020? And when I said that, he began to speak. And, and see, I wasn't talking to him about those things that I've been bugging him about lately, <laughs> that I was struggling with. But I just asked him, what do you want me to look for in 2020? And he said, I want you to look for my favor. That's what I did, Gail. <laughs> when he said that, I was like, oh, my gosh, that's so good. And so, and I was just so excited about it because I'd heard Lonnie say something about it. And if you're around Lonnie very long, he's going to talk about favor. So I, um, I was talking to him, and, of course, me being me, I had to bring back up the circumstances, the two circumstances that I thought he wasn't addressing when he said, look for my favor. And the thing that he told me about that was <clears throat> for me to keep my eyes on him and not to think so much about the circumstances. Because when I do that, I end up in fear and bondage and anxiety and depression and he steals my joy and I, I end up in those kind of situations. And then he said this, and this was so good for me because I'm a woman and I know how women are. We start with all the what ifs. I can do more what ifs than you can think of and I can do it in like 10 seconds. Then there's probably none of it's going to happen. But when, I, but when I began to talk to the Lord about that and, he began, and this is what he said, you're acting like that I'm not going to be in your future. You're talking to me like that you, hadn't, you, that you don't even know that I'm going to be there. That you're, you're reacting and talking and asking, and then you're, you're imagining your future without me. And I thought, you know what? You're right. When I do that, I'm imagining all these things that could happen instead of looking for God's favor in, this, in the things that have happened, and I'm imagining my life without Jesus. And that's a big mistake. That's a huge mistake. Because he'll always be with us. He'll always, always, always be with us. So as I begin to study about that and talk to him about that, about him being present, he's never distracted. Never. He's never distracted. I get distracted. I'm scrolling through Facebook or I'm, you know, whatever. I get distracted. And and the Lord has been really speaking to me about being real intentional when I speak to people and talk to people. Look them in the eye and pay attention to them. Give them your undivided attention. 
And so, he, you know, he's just really been speaking to me about that. He said, I'm not sitting across from you waiting to whack you or do any of that. I'm right next to you. Most of the time I'm carrying you because of all those difficult times that you found yourself in. So that was really important to me. And as, I began to, um, and as I began to talk to him more, and he just began to tell me to go back and look at my circumstances and see if I can find some favor in it. Just go back and look. Go back and look again. You looked through the eyes of fear and anxiety, and you, you were anxious about it, and what's this going to do, and what about, what about, what about. Now I want you to go back, and through the eyes of favor, and through my eyes, I want you to look at these circumstances and see what I show you. And I'd like to challenge you, whatever your circumstances are, He is in everything. He is in everything. I promise you, He's in everything, even when it doesn't feel like it. He's in everything. So I begin to do that. I begin to go back and reevaluate things and look at, and look at how things were. And, and I begin to think on favor. And I begin to let the Holy Spirit speak to my heart about it. And Rodney and I had the privilege to go to uh, Blue Mountain, I mean Blue Ridge Mountains with Katie and Jonathan. And I'm just going to give you some examples. I want to give you some examples of how God was showing me how to look for favor. Because I want you to do that. I want you to take your situation and, and figure, because God wants everybody to walk in favor. That's just not my word for me and my family. That's for everybody. Everybody can walk in favor. It's important. It's so good. It's so, and it's so exciting. And so as I, we went to the Blue, Blue Ridge Mountains with them. And the first morning we got up, we were going to ride this train. And I love trains. And I wanted to go on a train ride. And Katie got really, really sick. We were on a train for an hour. And they took us to this other little town and everything. And when we got to this little town and we got off, the, the guy on the train said, now, listen, you better be back here at 2 o'clock because this is your only way back. There's no, tra no taxis, there's no Ubers, there's nothing. There's no way to get back an hour from here unless you get on this train. Well, my baby girl was sick. I mean, she was sick. And we had been to the restaurant, and she had been really, really sick. And we got her back to the train, and, and I had to talk the man to let me get back on the train with her and let her lay down because she was so sick. And as we were walking back to the train, I said, Lord, you've been talking to me about favor. And right now in this situation... I need some favor. My little girl is very, very sick. And I don't have a car. There's no doctor here. There's no urgent care. I have no way to get back except by this train. And she's not going to be able to ride this train back. And you know it as well as I do. <laughs> we got on the train, and this man came up behind us that worked on the train. I didn't even know he knew what was going on. And he said, uh, would it be all right with you if I call somebody to come and, and take your daughter back to town? Well, guess what my first thinking in my mind was? Yeah. I was like, yeah, Lord, that's you, because I just asked you for favor. But who's going to be coming to get my daughters and, and my son-in-law and take them back to town? Now, don't you know that's what you do? And the Lord said, just wait a minute. You asked me for favor, and I'm about to show you something. So anyway, he got on the phone with this person, and in a few minutes he come back and said, my wife would be happy to come and get your daughter and take her take her back to town. And I'm thinking, what kind, what is she, what is, what's, what's she going to come up here in? Because this is a real old-fashioned town. Maybe it's a dump truck or something. I don't know. So those are the kind of things that are going through my mind. Instead of, thank you, Lord, I'm walking in your favor. See, I'm learning. I'm, I'm trying to learn this. And so, 
we go walking down there, and he goes, my wife is in that white Mercedes right there. And she'd be so glad to take you, your daughter and your son-in-law back to McKaysville. I was like, God, that's favor. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Uh, and so I, that's just one of those situations. And I had a, and the two situations that Rodney and I and our family are walking through, it's, it's personal, it's in our family, um, the Lord uh, sent somebody to see me last Monday, a very dear, close friend, doesn't live here. And I spent the entire day with this person. And she knows a little bit about my story, about what we're walking through. And uh, I had intentionally said, we're not going to talk about that because we're going to talk about God's favor. And right in the middle of our lunch, she looked at me and she said, I just got to say one thing. I just got to say one thing about this situation. I want you to know that God told me in worship yesterday that I'm, that, that I'm working in that situation. And I know they can't see what I'm doing. And I know they may be discouraged. But I want you to tell her, I got it. And I'm working. And things are going to be okay. That's God's favor. Yes. Yes. And that's the same for you. I want you to go back and look. I want you to go back and look at your circumstance. And I'm sharing, I'm, I'm trying to be real and authentic with you. <laughs> because Rodney said this morning when we're together and when we're real and we're authentic and we walk in God's divine favor, then we have freedom. And that's what we all look for is freedom. Freedom to live. The other thing I want to share, uh, one, one other example, then I'm going to read a scripture um, that happened to me uh, as I've been on my journey with favor, is I got a, phone, I got a text message from Lizzie and, um, the other day about a haircut appointment. And so I thought, well, that's not my haircut appointment day, but let me call her. And I called her, and um, I hope you don't mind me sharing this. I meant to ask her permission, but I know she won't mind. Um, I called her. I said, Lizzie, I, my haircut appointment is not that day. It's in a couple of weeks. Are, we, are you swapping me? And this is what she said. No, I just want you to come in because I want to bless you. And I just want to give you a hairdo just to bless you. And I hung up the phone and I thought, that might not seem like a big deal to you. That's a big deal to me. That's God's favor. Because God said, I'm on a journey. And I'm going to show you my favor. There's going to be... Favor doesn't mean that you're not going to have some difficult circumstances. That's not what favor means. Favor means that through those difficult circumstances that I'm going to love you and I'm going to show you some things and I'm going to show up for you and you're going to find out some things about me in that journey that you never knew. That he's a really, really big God and it's a really lot, it's a, it's a whole lot to explore. He's a lot to explore because there's a whole lot about him that we hadn't learned. I want to read you this scripture in Psalms. It says, Lord, how wonderfully you bless the righteous. Your favor wraps around each one and covers them under your canopy of kindness and joy. That's so good. I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you to go back and look at your situation and figure out where you can walk in that favor. I mean, I know it's difficult. I know it's difficult when you've lost a loved one. I know what it feels like to bury your daddy. 
I know what it feels like to bury your mama. I know what it feels like to go, gosh, I don't have any parents. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's, that's a hard thing for me. And you know another hard thing for me, this may sound crazy, but it's just me and it's what I'm dealing with. So I'm being, trying to be real. It's hard for me that I don't have somebody that I, and I know, I know I have my heavenly father. I know I have Jesus. But it's hard for me that I don't have somebody tangible that I can call daddy. That I can just say daddy and he'll answer me. That's really hard for me. And I don't know why, but God's, God's helping me in that. He's, he's moving me in that. And he's beginning, to, he's beginning to heal me in that. And it's been four years since my daddy went to be with Jesus. So I want to say, Patty, I love you. And I know how you feel. But I promise you, I promise you it'll get easier. And the joy of the Lord will, res- will, will be restored in your life. I promise you. The, the last thing I want to say about that... <clears throat> is um, as, I, as I talked to the Lord about favor, He just shared with me that when we, when we begin to understand and walk in favor for ourselves and begin to find it and look after it and search after it, it affects other people. It's going to affect your family. It's going to affect our family here. It's going to affect other people. It's so important that we all understand our divine favor. It's so important. It's so important what we call out in other people. When Lizzie called me that day and said, I want you to just to come in because I just want to bless you, that was huge. She was using her gifting to call out something in me that she had no idea that God was doing in me. She had no idea. I hadn't shared it with her until after, after the fact. So I want to read this, this scripture. It's in, um, it's in Ephesians. I'm reading out of the, uh, the Passion. And never let... It's Ephesians, um, I don't know, five or four. Never let ugly or hateful words, yes, come from your mouth, but instead let your words become beautiful gifts that encourage others to do this by speaking words of grace or favor, grace is favor or love, to help them. I want us to become a place, and we are, a house where we call out the best in each other. Where we call out, when I walk up to you, I can call out the best in you. When I walk up to you, when you leave from me or I leave from you, we leave better than we were when we came up. Let never ugly or hateful words come from your mouth. We're brothers and sisters in Christ. We love each other. We're brothers and sisters. We love each other. When my kids, I want my kids, when Shane and Kim and Katie and all them are together, I want them to love each other. If they're at all with each other, that breaks my heart. I don't want them to be like that. And that's how the Father is. He wants us to be in one accord. And when words come out of our mouth... That doesn't, that doesn't edify the body. It's so dangerous. So I want to encourage you as you're t- together, as you walk together, and as you, as you worship together, and as you uh, do whatever, call out what's in the good that you see in people. Don't be afraid to call somebody up and say, 
You know, I was thinking, I was telling Katie, I ought to call Gail Gentry and say, Gail, you know, uh, a few years ago I ran into you at Steak and Shake and you gave me a book and you just walked up to me that night and said, you know, I want you to read this book. This is probably 12 years ago. That changed my life. Gail probably don't know that. I should tell Gail that. And, and that's what I'm saying. Just there's some areas and some things that, that people have meant to you in your life. That's favor. And when you release it and you call things out in people, that releases a divine favor in the house that no enemy can stand against. No enemy can stand against that. When you begin to call the good out in people, and when you begin to stand and you begin to not let ugly words come out of your mouth, it changes everything. It changes everything. It changes everything. So I want to encourage you in those areas. Look for the favor in your life. Look for the favor in someone else's life that they might not see. They might need your help. Call it out. Call it out. And I want to tell you this <clears throat> because I love y'all so much. Uh, I want to say this one last thing, and I hope it's okay, Lizzie. The other day, uh, Rodney and I had the privilege to go see Cheryl. And um, we went in and we visited with her and prayed with her. And uh, she was telling us about a song that she loved. And it's called You Say. And she wanted to play that song. And so Bonnie turned it on and played it. And as I sat there at the end of the bed, in just a minute, and Cheryl's in a, may go see Jesus soon, but I don't know. He may raise her up. I don't know which one it's going to be. I'm good with whatever he, he says. But as I looked up, we were praying, and the song was playing. As I looked up, Cheryl probably weighs 95 pounds. Her little arms went up. And she was mouthing, you say. You say, I'm loved. You say I'm loved. You say. What favor. That was favor for me. That I could sit and watch her worship. That was favor. You say I'm loved. And you say all the things that I am. And she was smouthing them. And she had her little arms raised. And I was just like, wow, Lord. Thank you for that privilege. And I want to say this. I want you to... I want you to really think about <clears throat> the favor that you're walking in. I want you to think about it. I want you to go back and look at some circumstances that you're in that are hurting you, that have broken your heart, and you thought in a million years I'd never be here. I want you to go back and look again and ask the Holy Spirit, where, what part in this? Where's your favor in this? How can I see your favor in this? I want to see it so bad. And he'll show you, I promise, something will happen. It might be small. It might be big. And then I want you to make it a, <clears throat> I want to make it a, <clears throat> a matter of prayer for you to as you interact with each other and love on each other, to call out something good. You know, it's so easy to just be sarcastic and flippant and whatever and just be funny. And nothing wrong with being funny. I mean, I love to laugh as much as anybody. But it's so good. Yes. But it's so good when somebody looks at you and says, Wow, 
I just see the joy of the Lord in you. And I just see God doing this in your life. And I believe with all my heart that this is going to be what's going to take place in your life. When that happens, that changes everything. I want to encourage you in that, to do that. Encourage you to call it out in each other and love each other. And, you know, I'm a filler. I don't, I don't know. If, you, if you're a filler, you know what I mean. Uh, but when I walk in a room, I can feel things. And I, and I mean, I just can't hardly stand it. And we were in the Waffle House in Blue Ridge not long ago when we were with Katie. We were on our way home. We walked in the Waffle House and sat down, and this lady comes over, and she says to us, good morning or whatever, and I tell Rodney, something's wrong with her. Something's not right with her. And so long story short, in a little bit, sure enough, it was. And the Lord allowed us a chance to minister to her. Everywhere you go, somebody needs light. Somebody needs something called out in their life. Somebody needs favor. Somebody needs something. And guess what? You have exactly what they need. You have it. Why not share it? Why not walk in going, Lord, who's in here today in Waffle House or Walmart or wherever I'm at that I might could just say a word that would change everything for them? That I could just do something that would just light up their day or light up their life? You have that power. You carry that. That's what you carry. You carry the power of the Holy Spirit. So I want to encourage you in that, um, in those things. The last thing I'm going to say, and I'm done, I want you to walk in freedom. I want you to be free to be who you are. I don't want you to allow your circumstances to just absolutely demolish you <laughs> like they have done me in the past. That's happened to me. So I, I understand there's no condemnation. Believe me, I've been demolished by certain things. But uh, <clears throat> I want to encourage you to walk in freedom. You can. You absolutely can walk in freedom. And this is, this is what my prayer is for you. I pray God will free you and empower you to find favor in every circumstance that you find yourself in. He loves us that much he will never leave us. He will always be a part of our future. And when we believe this, we can transform the world. I promise you, if you believe that, you can transform the world all around you, on Auburn Road, wherever you go, if you believe that. So I want to encourage you in that. I want to encourage you to walk in favor this new year for 2020. Look for it. It'll run you down. <clears throat> I want to encourage you to walk in freedom. And if, you ha and if you're in a place <sighs> I'll I tell you what I want to do, Lisa. I think if you don't mind, Lisa, if you wouldn't just mind paying amazing love again. Um, and I just if anybody would just like to be prayed for, I, if it's okay. We have intercessors or whoever the intercessors are. If you'd just like to be prayed for, you can be. Or if you just want to come at the altar and pray, um, I just want to open that up. And Lisa's going to play that. And, and I just want to encourage you. I, I want to encourage you to look for God in those places that your heart's broken. And those circumstances where you've just been devastated. Devastation. Because the enemy wants you to stay there. But our Heavenly Father is so good. And He wants you to walk in His amazing grace and favor. And He wants you to walk in His anointing. And He wants you, and that's God's presence with a purpose. He wants you to do that. 
He's empowering you. And one last thing, and I done said that twice, and I'm done. Um, Lisa, you can go ahead. Um, I want to read this. Grace is the empowering presence of God that enables you to become the man or woman that God sees when He looks at you. That's what it is. Lord, thank You. Lord, we can always see Your hand. Lord, the storm may cloud it at times. But God, You're always there. And I thank You for the Word tonight. And Lord, I thank You. To, I just, Lord, I pray that it's a Word that will just implant into our spirit. And will bring forth much fruit. It's the goodness of God. It's the goodness of God. And God, you are good. You're good. You're good all the time. You're good all the time. So we bless you and we thank you. And we just tell you we love you in Jesus' name.